We're learning today Daf Peyalef Amidalef. We're about uh, seven lines from the top of the Yamud. Gemara quotes from Mishnah where it said, If one eats and drinks in Yom Kippur and each one alone doesn't have the full shear to be chayiv, you can't combine to complete a shear from eating and drinking together. Man, Tana, who's the Tana of our Mishnah that I can't combine the two of them? Even though both Achila and Shtia, the source of the Isser of both of them is the same. It's the Isser of not afflicting yourself in Yom Kippur. Om Rav Chista says, Machloikis Shnuya. The Allah of our Mishnah is dependent on a Machloikis, the Rabbi Shuahi. And what it says in our Mishnah is only going to be according to Rabbi Shua's opinion. Because we learned in the Mishnah as follows. Klal Om Rabbi Shua. Rabbi Shua said a rule. If you have something that the time, the length of the Tumah is the same and the shear for it to become Tumah is the same. So Rashi here gives the example for that you have a Kezayis of a mace or an Adasha, a half Adasha from a Sheres. Right? So the, the shear of the Tumah of a mace, you have two, two uh, halves of a shear of a Tumah of a mace, two half a Zaysim or two half adashim, which is the shear of the tum of a sheretz. So this man of their tum is the same, and the length of the tum is until at night, and the shear of the tum is also the same, either a kezayis by a mace, or a kadasha, like a lentil by a sheretz. So if you have two halves that are both the tum, this length of the tum is the same, and the shear of what becomes tome is the same, or what causes Tum is the same, so then mitzdarif, you could combine that. If the length of the Tum is the same, but the shear, the size of what it makes Tomei is not the same, so then it's not going to be mitzdarif. What is the example for that? So Rashi says, let's say you have a Sheretz and a Nevela. So they both are Tomei only until at night. So the length of the Tum is the same, but the shear is not the same. By a, by, a, by a maze, the shear is the size of a kezayis. And by a nevela, by a sheretz that is, the uh, shear is a kadasha. So the shear is not the same. Or if you have another case, shiurai veloi tumasai, a case where the shear of what uh, becomes tome is the same, but the shear, the length that is, of the tume is not the same. What's the example of that? So Rashi says the tume of a mace and the tume of a nevela. So in both cases, the shear is a kezayis, but the length of the tome is not the same, because by a mace you become tummy for seven days, and by uh, and by the uh, nevela you become tummy only until at night. And then if you have a case where loy not the length of the tome is the same, and not the shear of what becomes tummy is the same. In all these cases, it's not mitzdarif. So here at Rabbi Shua, you see, saying the rule that even though you have things that you would argue that they're similar, they all are tome. So th th that should be enough to combine them. But that's not enough. It has to be that the length of the tome and the shear of the size when it becomes tome is the same. So the same thing we say over here, that our mission follows Rabbi Shua's opinion, even though both eating and drinking in Yom Kippur come from the same chiyuv, of Inui, to afflict yourself, but nevertheless, because it's two different shiurim, one is a, one is a kekaisvis and the other one is a Malay lugmav, so they don't combine. Rav Nachman, Omar Rav Nachman says, Our Mishnah, even the Rabbana that argue with Rabbi Yeshua there regarding Tumah would agree here. 
Rabbanon not only argue on, on the Rabbi Yeshua there regarding Tumah, the shame Tumah Chadi. Because over there, regardless of the length of Tumah, regardless of the size for it to become Tameh, it's all one thing. It's the, it's the name Tumah, so therefore it could all be combined for one shear. Ah, but over here, what's the Isser of a person breaking his fast? The point is that he's calming his mind down and he's breaking the, the hunger of his fast. And the, and the fact is, a person that has a half a shear of eating and a half a shear of drinking, it won't have that effect. It will not calm him down. So he did not break his fast. It's still Inui for him. And therefore, that doesn't combine even according to the Rabbanon. The similar we found that there's other Amiroim that argued about this. Eshlokish said, what it said in our Mishnah that you don't combine the eating and drinking is dependent on a machlekes or Rabbi Shua. And our Mishnah follows Rabbi Shua. It's not klal Rabbi Shua as the Mishnah that we just quoted. But Rabbi Yechonin Omar, Rabbi Yechonin argued and said, Our Mishnah could have followed Rabbanon as well. Over there regarding Tumah, because they all have the name Tumah. Over here the point is to calm down his mind, to take away the hunger. And if he ate half a share and drank half a share, his mind is not calmed down, so therefore there's no iser, there's no, you can't combine it for the chiv, that is, of eating and drinking half a share. Dr. Mishneh, Ochal, Vishosa, Behelem Echod. If someone drinks Ayim Kippur all in one lapse of unawareness, eats and drinks, Einachayev Elachatasachas. So he had a full shear of Achila, a full shear of Shtia. So he broke his fast twice, but it was all in one Helen. So then he's only Chayev one Chattas, as the Allah always is regarding Kapm Chattas, that you only Chayev twice if you repeat the same Iser, if it's two different Halamis. Right, both the Achila and the Shtia, even though it has two different Shiurim, as we explained before, you don't combine them, but regarding the, uh, the name of the Iser, it's definitely the same Iser. So he's repeating the same Iser, Behelem Echot, and therefore only one Chattas. But Aval, uh, um, sorry, Ochal, Vaosa Malacha, if he did a Malacha and he ate Nim Kippur, even if it's in one Helem, then Chayev Shnei Chatois. So it'll be Chayev Tu Chatois because it's two totally two different Isurim, both on Yim Kippur, but two different names of Isurim. Ochal Oichlin Shenin Ruin Lachile. If you ate food that's not fit for cons- human consumption, Vishasa Mashkin Shenin Ruin Lashtia. He drank drinks that are not made for people to drink. Vishasa or Vishasa Tsir. He ate, uh, he drank, that is, the brine from the fish, Aimurius, or the sauce from the fish, Potter. Will be Potter because those things are not considered to be foods that calm a person down, and therefore it's not breaking your fast. Ahmed Eishlokish, Eishlokish says. So here there's going to be a lengthy discussion regarding the source from where, where does the Torah warn us for not eating or drinking a Yom Kippur? Inui, for Inui Bechlal, which is Menatayra, uh, the Kodesh is for, for eating. We know, and when it comes to all Chiyuvim in the Teira, besides the fact that the Teira writes an Oynish, there also has to be a Pasuk where there's an Ashara, where the Teira warns you not to do so. So it's interesting, when it comes to Inui, there is a Pasuk where it says that whoever does not afflict himself in Kippur, Lei Su'una, your mother brings the Pasuk later over here, if you don't, if you're not Ma'ana yourself, then V'nichrisa, you get Kare, so the Oynish it says in the Teira clearly, but, the Azhara, the very Iser, where it doesn't say it clearly in the Torah. So it'll be a long discussion with a few different opinions what the source is. So, Why does the Torah not write straight out a warning for one to not to, to afflict himself in Yom Kippur? Answer is, 
because there's no language of how to write it properly. What should the Torah write? Should the Torah write, don't eat in Yom Kippur. But if that would be the language, then I would say that the Isser is a Kezayis. Right? But uh, the Torah wants the Isser to be a Kekaisvis, which is Yisuvedaita, that calms a person down, not a Kezayis. So can't write Achille, which is a Kezayis. Should the Torah write, and I would read it, Make sure that you should not hold yourself back from su'una, from afflicting yourself. That's how I would have to read it. But if that's what the Torah would write, then I would just read it as kum mashma. Maybe the Torah is saying, loy su'una, do not afflict yourself, rather go ahead and eat. So that can't be the way the Torah would write it. Mask if Lord Ravashi asks, that's the whole problem. There's no language you can find for the Torah to write the Lashon of Inui. Nichtav Rachmana, let the Torah write, Hishamer pen loy su'una, be careful. You, you, if you are not going to afflict yourself. And the, word, the language Hishamer and Pen are a language of Alav. So the Gemara says, no, we don't want to use this Lashen because Imkein Fishil Hulavi. Because if so, there are two Lavim here, Hishamer and Pen. Who says the Torah wants it to be two Lavim? Maskef Lorav Vivi Barabaye. So Nichtav Rachmane, Hishamer B'Mitzvah Sinui. Let the Torah write, be careful to fulfill the Mitzvah of Inui. Hishamer is usually a Lashen of Alav. So I could write it in that way. So the Gemara says, no, it will not be a lav, because Imkain, Hishomer the lav, lav. The rule is, whenever it uses the term Hishomer, if it uses it in a, in a Pasuk where it's speaking about a lav, so then it's a lav. But Hishomer the Esa, Esa, when it uses the term Hishomer regarding a mitzvah, so then it becomes an Esa. So if the Torah would write Hishomer the mitzvah sinoi, it won't be a lav. So there wouldn't be a warning in that way. Ask if Ravashi. Ravashi asks a question. There is still a way to write it. Nichtoiv al toser mina inui. Write. Do not remove from the inui that the Torah required. So that's azhara that the Torah is giving you. Why can't we say it that way? So the Gemara answers. Yeah, kasha. This remains a question. Why the Torah didn't use this expression of al toser min ha inui? But Mefarshim say the Gemara only says kasha, and the rule usually is that it doesn't mean that this opinion is totally refuted. Because writing Al-Tosim in Inui sounds like that uh, the Inui began before Yom Kippur. And when Yom Kippur arrives, do not remove that Inui. But it's not true. You only have to start fasting when the time of the Isra begins. So why does it say Al-Tosim Min Inui? So that's also not exactly the best language. So therefore, the point that Ishlokish said still stands. Now the Gemara brings another source. V'tana ma'isile mahocha. There's a Tana and a Braise that brings a different source where the Torah gave the warning for one to afflict himself in Yom Kippur, not eating and so on. There's a lengthy Braise and in the Braise towards the end we'll see the source for the Azhara. It says in the Braise as follows. This Braise is actually a conclusion of a Braise that the Gemara is going to quote on Ahmed Beis. And there in the Braise on Ahmed Beis it uh, starts with the halacha of Teisvis Yayim Akipurim that we learn out from the fact that it says Be'erev, that you have to start fasting and also the Isim Malacha of, of Yom Kippur has to start before Yom Kippur itself. Teisvis Yayim Akipurim. And a continuation to that, the Braise here says as follows V'yinisem esnafshi seichem. Teisvis says you should be ma'ani yourself. And also V'chomalacha leistasu that you shouldn't do malacha in Yom Kippur. Yachal, I would think, Yehei Anosh al Teisvis Malacha, so that you should get the Einish of Kares that you get for breaking Yom Kippur and doing a Malacha, even if it's in that Teisvis Yehei put him that at time that you add to Yom Kippur and you did Malacha then, you should also get Kares. Ramad Laima, so the Apostlech clarifies, V'chol HaNefesh, Ashetasa Ka Malacha, Be'etzem Ayoyim Azeh. 
Only the one that does Malacha Be'etzam Ayayim Azeh. What does that mean? Alitzumay Shalayim Anish Karas. On the Malacha done in the hours of Yom Kippur itself, there's the Anish Karas, which is a continuation of the Pasuk there, that it is Karas. Eino Anish Karas, I'll taste this Malacha. There's no Anish of Karas if you do Malacha in the added time of Yom Kippur. Same thing, the Gemara says, So now, I would think, so here I have a Pasuk saying that for the Taisus, yeah, make you put in, if you break it, then you do Malacha then, so then there's no Karas. But for the added time that you have to add for beginning to fast, if you break your fast then, maybe there would be Karas for that, just like there is on Yom Kippur itself. So here as well, the Taita writes, for breaking your fast in the day of Yom Kippur itself, there's no Kaddish for breaking the fast in the at a time before Yom Kippur. Yachayil, so I would think, so we know that there's no Einish of Kaddish for doing a Malacha or breaking your fast in the at a time of Yom Kippur. But maybe it's still alive, you would still get Malchus for doing a Malacha in that time. The Pasuk says, You shouldn't do Malacha in this day. So again it says, Which means, For the day itself, there's Azhara for Malchus. But for the added time of Taisus Yom Kippurim, there's a mitzvah. There's a mitzvah of Taisus Yom Kippurim, but there is no love. I would think that if you're adding in the time of Yom Kippur and you break it by doing Malacha, so there's no laugh for that, but there is a laugh for the added time for the fasting. And the, the, the Gemara answers, you can't say that, because Vidinu, there's a Kavachayme here. If when it comes to Malacha, which is not only Isayim Kippur, it's stringent, because I see that it's even in other places as well. It's in a regular Shabbos Yantav as well. So here the title is lenient and it says that there's no Azhara, there's no love in this added time of Yom Kippur. So when it comes to Inui, fasting, which is not on a regular Shabbos in Yantif, it's only on Yom Kippur, so it's not as stringent. So most definitely, if we see that the Tata was Mekel regarding the Malacha, so we know that we have to be Mekel regarding fasting as well, that it is no love in the fasting and the Tasis Yom Kippurim. Okay, so that's as, as far as the timing of when the Issa Malacha and Issa Inu is concerned. That the Lav and the Kodesh is only in the day of Yom Kippur, not in the Taisis Yom Kippurim. But now the Braitha comes to the, a more fundamental point, which is the main point the Gemara is discussing here. Avol We still don't have a source for Azhare, where the Taisis is actually warning us that one has to fast in Yom Kippur. The pasuk that we brought before was Kichal Anefesh Ashaloi Suna Betzam Yemezevin Ichrasal. It just says the Einish that if you don't fast, you get Kodesh. But as weird as it say in the Torah as Hara, that one has to fast in Yom Kippur. So the Gemara, the source is as follows. This is a brayz actually. Lo Yaimar Einish B'Malacha. It's not necessary for the Torah to say the Einish of Kodesh regarding one that does Malacha on Yom Kippur. Why not? The Gamar Mi'inu. I would learn out the Einish for doing Malacha from the Einish that there is by someone that breaks his fast, that you get Kodesh. How would I learn it out? I would say as follows. If when it comes to fasting, which is more lenient, it doesn't apply to other Shabbos and Yamim Tevim, Anish Kodesh, the Torah is so stringent and you get Kodesh for it. So all other Malachas that apply to all Shabbos and Yamim Tevim, so it should be more stringent, like Kol Shekain. Most definitely, 
yeah, I would know that if you break and you do malacha, it would be an einish kares. Lama nema. So then why did the Torah write the einish of kares regarding doing malacha? Mufne, it's extra. Lahakish veladen mimeno. It's only written to create a hakish and learn out from what it says by malacha to the inui. And we learn out as follows. We learn out as follows. It says the Einish of Kar is by Inui. And it says an Einish by Melacha. Just like regarding the Melacha on Yom Kippur, the Einish is only because the Torah warned not to do Melacha. So too, when it comes to the Inui, even though the Torah did not write clearly Melacha, but it's as if the Torah wrote the Malacha, because we're comparing it to, it's as if the Torah wrote clearly the Azhara, because we're comparing it to Malacha. Just like by the Malacha, the Torah wrote the Azhara and the Einish, so to Benigayat to Inui, the Torah writes the Einish, and the Einish is because there is Azhara that we learn out from Malacha. That's one approach. But on this, the Gemara says, we could refute this comparison from Inui to Malacha. By Inoi, actually, you could say that it's more stringent than Malacha. You can't say that you're going to learn out from there because it's uh, from Malacha, Malacha is more stringent. You can actually say that Inoi is more stringent. Why? There is no heter for the fasting in Yom Kippur. There's no exceptions to this. Whereas the Isa Malacha of Yom Kippur, there is an exception. What's the exception? The whole Masechta, we learned about the Aveda of the Kayin Gadol and Yom Kippur. And all of that is the Surim of Malachas that are done in the base of Mikdash. That's an exception. So if so, Inui is more stringent. So how are you learning out Inui from Malacha? Ela, so therefore we can say the reverse. Lo should not say the Einish of Kadis regarding Inui, the Gamam and Malacha. Because you can learn it out that you get Kadis from the fact that you get Kadis for breaking for doing Malacha. Ma malacha shotra mechlala if a malacha which is more lenient because there's an exception for it anish kares but you get an anish of kares inushali hutra mechlala for that for fasting where there is no exception for this so it's more stringent like all shikin most definitely there's kares lama nema so why does the Torah write the anish regarding kares if you can learn it out from malacha mufne lahakish veladim imanik zedeshava so it's extra to learn out and compare nema anish be inu ve nema anish be malacha. It says Einish by Inoi and it says the Einish by Malacha. Ma Malacha Anash Vehizir. Just like regarding Malacha, it's an Einish that comes after a warning. Over there it says clearly the warning not to do Malacha. Af Inoi Anash Vehizir. So too regarding Inoi, even though it doesn't say it clearly, but we compared it to it's as if the Torah wrote clearly the Azhara by Inoi as well. But on this as well, we can have a, we have a Pircha because the Gemara pointed out before that there's an opposite Svara. And the Gemara brings it back here. Ikla Mifrach. I can refute this comparison and this Kavachaymer. Ma Malacha Shekinagas Bishabasas Viyamim Toivim. There's a stringency to Malacha. Malacha is relevant every Shabbos and Yontif. Taima Bi'inoi Shaininag Bishabasas Viyamim Toivim. Inoi is not a stringent because it's a unique thing in Kippur. It's not every Shabbos and Yontif. So there's a stringency for Malacha. It's every Shabbos and Yom Tov. There's a stringency for Inu Yom Kippur because it's a Chiyav that has no exception to it. So I can't say one is more Kal and one is more Chomer. So therefore I can't, may, I can't ask a question why it's said by one and not the other. So therefore the Gemara explains, This Tana, he's not just Stam saying that we learn out from one another. He's saying that we learn out one another with Egzei as the language of the Braisa was before. And what's that Egzei Etzem, Etzem. 
It says regarding fasting etzem, betzemayemazet. It says regarding malacha betzemayemazet. So we compare them just like by malacha. It says azhara as well. So over here by the inui, even though it only says an einish, the azhara applies here as well. That's the comparison. Ah, the Gemara says mufne. Is this the word etzem? Is it, is it an extra word that I could learn out from here? And the Gemara explains why does it have to be an extra word for exedishava? The eloi mufne because if it's not an extra word. So then I can refute the Gzede as we've asked. The rule with the is, if you have an extra word, so then the Gzede could be learned even with the Pirche, and we can't slug it up. But if it's not an extra word, so then you can only use the Gzede if you don't have a Pirche. But here we have a Pirche, as we've asked. So the Gemara says, It's definitely extra. And the Gemara explains why there's an extra word of Etzim. It says the term by five times. So what are they learning us? Teaching us. One is coming to tell us not to do malacha during the day of Yom Kippur. Another one is to not do malacha at the night of Yom Kippur. Even though um, it uh, says that regarding... Uh, it's, it, the Rashi explains, it says it's regarding the Azhara, but it's, it's, it's being used there for the Oynish. Let's, let's, sorry, let's start this again. Okay. And then another time is for the Oynish of daytime, and another time is an for the Oynish of Kar is for the nighttime. So on this Rashi says, even though it says it regarding Azhara, but in Mena Inyan, we use it for the Einish of Laila. So we have four times that we know what we do with them. The Chad Lafnoya. And then you have one, the fifth time, which is extra. And that, Le Migmar Inui Mimelacha. That's for our Gzede to learn out Inui from Melacha, Bain the Imam and Bain the Lelia, for both by day and by night. That there's Azhara to fast. So this is the source of the Azhara according to this Tan of the Braisa. And the Gemara brings another opinion. The Bey Rabbi Shmol Tone and Abraisa and the Yeshiva of Rabbi Shmol, they taught Nemakan Inui. It says here by Yom Kippur the expression of Inui. Inui. And it says by the Isra of Anaira Mairosa that someone caused their pain. So it says over there the expression of Inui as well. Just like there, the punishment by the Naira Mairosa comes after Azhara, a warning. Over here as well, the punishment is only because there's a warning. So the Gzereshava, we learn out from there that there's a warning here. Rav HaVayakev, Omer Rav HaVayakev says, Yalef, Shabbos Shabbosay, Mishabbos Bereshis. We learn out what it's written here by Yom Kippur, the expression of Shabbos Shabbosay, from the language of Shabbos that it says, by every Shabbos. Ma'ala alon le'yonish elem ken hizir. Just like every Shabbos, there is an einish for doing malacha and there's azhara as well. Avkan le'yonish elem ken hizir. So to over here, the einish, for one that doesn't fast in Yom Kippur, is also because there's Azhara as well. A Papa Omar, another Pshat of Papa says, we learn it out from Hu Gufe Shabbos Ikri. We don't have to learn it out from Exodus Shaveh, from what it says by every Shabbos. We learn it out from the very fact that the Torah says over here, the expression of Shabbos. So I know that it's compared to Shabbos, just like by Shabbos there's an Azhara. So, so too, because the Torah uses the expression of Shabbos, Tishbushu uh, Shabbatchem, as Gemariah brings, so therefore from this itself I know that there's Azhara. So the Gemariah asks, We understand he didn't want to say that you learn it out with Exodus Shava, that you compare it to what it says by Shabbos. The Kra, 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 the Kra,
from a Pasik that's written right here, that it says, Tishbishu Shabbatchem, without any Gzeri Shavet. That's a better Limud. Elo, Ravachaba Yaakov, my time, Eliyamukarav Pope. But Ravachaba Yaakov, why didn't he want to say like Rav Pope that we learn it out from this Pasik, Tishbishu Shabbatchem, that the Torah is referring to Yom Kippur as a Shabbos, and this itself means that there's a Hazhara right here. So the Gemara answers, That Pasuk is used for some Mibayale, that is, We need it for the Drasha and Abraisa. Where it says as follows, V'yinisem, and this is the beginning of the Braises that we learned in Amar Aleph, where it talks about Taisvis Yayim HaKippurim. V'yinisem esnafshiseichem She should inflict your soul when? In the ninth day of the month. So Yochel, Yaschel V'yisana betisha. You start fasting from the ninth day of, of, of Tishrei. Hamad Leim So the Pasuk says in the evening, I would think that if so, you begin fasting by Shetashach, when it's dark, when it's Tzais, or by, by Shkia. But the Torah also says Tisha, the ninth day. So when do you begin? You start towards the evening when it's still day. This is the source of the concept of Taisus Yemekipurim that you have to add from, from the ninth day, from the weekday, to add to the Kaidish Yem Kippur. But in this post, I only see that you add in the, when you begin Yom Kippur. From where do I know that when Yom Kippur leaves, you also have to add. So it says, So I compare the beginning and the ending, they also have to end after the time. But here I only see the Allah of Taisviz to add Yom Kippur. And the Gersi here in the side of the Gemara is, from where do I know every Shabbos that you should add also to the Shabbos? Tishbis Shabbos. Tishbisu that it says by Yom Kippur is also telling me to apply this every Shabbos. Ain Shabbos is the Gersi here is. So this is only Shabbos. From where do I know that by every Yom Tiv there's also a Allah to add on Yom Tiv? So this is Tishbisu Shabbatchem. I know that I apply this every Yom Tiv as well. Okay, so what do I learn out from here? Wherever it says the Lashon of to rest, it means not only to rest on the actual time of the Yontif, but you have to add also from the weekday to the beginning of Yom Kippur, beginning of Shabbos, and the beginning of Yom Tif. So according to Rav Achabayakiv, is used for this, therefore he didn't agree to Rav Papa. The Tana that we brought before that learns out the Gzedeshava of Etzem Etzem. So what did he learn out before? The Gzedeshava was coming to teach me that there's a Lav and an Einish of Kares only for the actual 24 hours of Yom Kippur, the time of Yom Kippur itself, not before. So the fact that you need you have these extra words of Etzem Etzem to teach me that there's only a Lav and Kares for the main time and not for the times that you add, that itself is a source already that there's another time that you have to add. So you don't need this limud from Tish Pesu So according to that opinion, What is he learn out from these words, Betish HaLachaydish? So he said you learn out from here as follows. You fast on the ninth day. Do we fast on the ninth day? We fast on the tenth day. It's coming to teach you. Person that eats and drinks on the ninth day. Teda considers it as if you fasted both days. The Teda is telling you to fast. As Rashi explains, what does the Teda really mean to say? It means that on the ninth day, 
eat and drink to prepare yourself for the Ve'inisem, for the fast of the following night and day. But, so from here we see the Chiyav to eat and drink on Erev Yom Kippur. But the Taita uses the Lashem Ve'inisem. We could have used an expression to eat to prepare, but it says the expression of Ve'inisem. So you have schar not only for eating and preparing for the mitzvah, but you also have schar by eating as if you fasted as well. If you eat food that's not fit for eating, you're not over on the Isser of eating a Yom Kippur. So Rav says, A person chews pepper on Yom Kippur. Potter. It's potter, that's not, you don't eat it like that separately. If you chew cinnamon on Yom Kippur separately, or actually, sorry, ginger on Yom Kippur, Potter, also Potter. Too sharp, people don't eat it this way. Meisve, the Gemara asks a question on this. When the Torah says regarding the Allah of Arla, that for three years it's us to have a no of, so it says that the tree, tree that you plant, period, should be us. Any day, it's my Don't I understand that we're talking about a tree that grows fruits? After this, it says in the Torah the words eight Michael. Why? So the answer is, The taste is coming to tell you that this Allah of Allah applies even to a tree that the taste of the, of the tree, of the wood, of the bark of the tree, and the fruit that grows on the tree is the same. And which tree is this? This is pepper. That pepper is also chayav in Allah. And also we see from here, In Eretz Yisrael, we're lacking nothing. Everything grows in Eretz Yisrael, including pepper. It says regarding the land of Eretz Yisrael, a land that you're not lacking anything in it. So the point is, you see right over here that pilpulin is considered to be a meichel, eats meichel, that you eat it. So how can we say if someone eats pepper on Yom Kippur, there's no, he's not over on, on, on eating on Yom Kippur because it's not meant to eat. So the Gemara answer is, it depends. Here, when we say that we're chayiv, sorry, that it's, that it's chayiv and arla, that is, that's when it's moist. And our Mishnah was speaking about a person eating dry pepper and Yom Kippur, and that's something which is not fit for human consumption. It's not, uh, you don't eat it that way. But Rav Nachman said, so there's this Himalta, which is uh, going back to what I mentioned before about ginger. Right? So uh, Rav said also that if a person eats ginger on Yom Kippur, you potter. So you have Himalta, which is a kind of paste that's made from ginger. And uh, Rashi here says it's made from ginger together. Or it's Bibisamim, the different kinds of spices together with uh, honey. Dasimi Be'anduya, which comes from Be'anduya, from, from India. Sharia, you're allowed to eat it. You're allowed to eat it. Now, this, what this is actually talking about over here is not regarding Yom Kippur. What this is talking about is, is regarding the issue of taking this from a guy. So the Allah by taking food from a guy is that there's a issue of Bishul Nachrim. You can't take something that a guy cooks. What's the exception? If it's something that's eaten raw, then if the guy cooks it for you, it's not an issue. So over here, what, he, what Rav Nachman is saying is, this himalta, this paste here, that is made by Goyim, because it could be eaten raw, it's not an issue to eat it from them. Rashi says there also could be another issue, which is Giyulin Ochrim, the pots that they use that are not kosher. But Rashi says it's nice and tam gam. it doesn't give a good taste, it gives a negative taste, so that's not an issue. But the thing that we're focusing on over here is that we see here that this paste, which is similar to the Zangvil that we spoke about before, is something that could be eaten raw. 
and therefore if you're taking it from a guy, you're allowed to eat it. And the brach is by the priyadama in it. So the Gemara answers, Again, it's not a question because over here when we see that it can be eaten raw, it's when it's moist, but when it's dry, it can't be eaten like that. A person ate the leaves from reeds. Potter. That's not food, it's potter. The shoots that come out of the vineyards, chayev. For that you are chayev. So the Gemara explains, These are the shoots from the trees that you'd be chayev for. What blossoms from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur in that 10 days, it starts blossoming. From when it starts blossoming, for the first 10 days, they're very sh- sh- soft, that is, and it's edible. So then, if you eat it, you would be chayef. Rav Kana says, For when it begins blossoming, 30 days, the first 30 days, it's soft enough to eat. We learned Rav like Yitzchak Migdalah, because it says, Eat the leaves of the reeds, it's not edible, it's potter. The shoots from the vineyards, chayev. The first 10 days from when it begins growing, that's what you chayev for. So we see exactly like Rabbi Yitzchak said. The next thing it said in the Mishnah was, You eat the brine, the sauce from the fish. So that's not edible, it's too sharp. For that you'll be potter. So the Gemara says, The fact that the Mishnah chooses such an extreme example, so I see that which is not as sharp, you'd be chayev for it, it is edible. Alone, chaymets. So the Gemara must nisan mani, who's the Tan of our Mishnah that says that for chaymets alone you'd be chayev, Rabbi, he. It's Rabbi's opinion. The Tanya, Rabbi Yoyme, Rabbi said, chaymets, meishev is nefesh. Vinegar brings back a person's life. It gives him, it gives him, it calms him down. So therefore you'd be chayev for this if you don't yim kippur. Dorash of Gidl Bamanashe, Mibedi de Norish. So Rav Gidl Bamanashe, Darshan, Ein Aloche, Kerebi. But we don't pass in like Rabbi. If someone drinks just vinegar separately, it's very sharp. And it's not something that gives a person, it doesn't satisfy a person, he didn't break his fast. So what happened after he passed so? Lishana next year, Nafki Kulalma, everyone went, and Mazgu Vishasukhala. They went and they took vinegar, they diluted it with water, and they drank vinegar on Yom Kippur, because Allah is not like Rabbi. Shama Rav Gidl, Rav Gidl heard about this, Vikpid, and he was very upset about it. Amar, and he explained, When did I say that you could eat vinegar on Yom Kippur? Diyavet, that's only be diyavet if you have no choice. But l'chatchila miyomri, l'chatchila to go and drink a yom kippur, even something like vinegar, I never said so. Another point, eh, medomri, no, when did I say that it's allowed? Porta, to drink just a little, tiny little bit. Tuve, but to go and fill yourself up a cup and to drink the vinegar, miyomri, did I say? Another point, eh, medomri, no, when did I say? Chai, just vinegar alone. But Mazug, when they went in there, they looted the vinegar with water, me, Amri, did I say? So therefore that would not be allowed in Yom Kippur.